Welcome to DePaul Download. I'm your host, Linda Blakely, Vice President of University Marketing and Communications. The DePaul community takes great pride in our Catholic and Vincentian identity. Our mission calls us to maintain vigilant attention to the common good and practice an appreciation for the sacred dignity of all people, especially the poor and marginalized. Father Guillermo Capuzano joined DePaul in early March as its new Vice President for Mission and Ministry, a role centered on fostering community. Shortly after he arrived, the university announced it would shift almost all operations, including our class instruction, to remote delivery. The measures are being taken to help slow or prevent the spread of COVID-19. He joins me in conversation today to talk about faith in the time of the coronavirus and his vision for promoting the mission at DePaul. Father Memo, welcome back to the university. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for inviting me to your program, and thank you to the DePaul community for welcoming me back to the community. I'm so happy to be here. Father Memo, you're new to the role as Vice President for Mission and Ministry, but you're not new to DePaul. Could you share a little bit about your path to the here and now? So this is my third time at DePaul University. I came as a student in 1999. I was working in my country, in Colombia, in a national project of human rights to protect the rights of victims of massacres. And I suffered persecution because of my work. I had to escape from Colombia. Like when I shared this story that I escaped dressing the habits of a nun, a daughter of charity. So I, as a Vincentian, I was a daughter of charity too. And the people, uh, people laugh when I say that. So I came in 1999 to DePaul as a student, as a political refugee. I had to change my name, my nationality. And I was a happy DePaul student. In 2007, I was working in Brazil, finalizing my work as director of an archdiocesan seminary, working in priestly formation. And I came to work at DePaul in campus ministry. I worked in the three areas of ministry at DePaul University. I was involved in Catholic campus ministry, in the Office of Religious Diversity, and the Office of Service, developing a program to give foundation to our Vincentian service. And this is my third time. I'm now um, in this role as Vice President for Mission and Ministry. I'm so happy to be here. We're happy you're back. We're living in some extraordinary times. And in times like this, people often turn to their faith for hope or comfort. Community is such an important part of the religious experience. And with some social distancing measures that have been put in place, that community aspect is harder to find. What advice do you have for people? Right now, we are facing one of those unique challenges uh, in human history. So we have gone, as humanity, we have gone through crises, uh, different time of crisis like wars or uh, pandemic. So... If, if we have found in the past the way to go through this together, and the way to go through this together has been always a communal way. For, 
for us, community is very critical. And community is critical to Vincentianism. And community is critical to Vincentian personalism. Our personalism, our Vincentian personalism, is not uh, selfishness or isolation or exclusion, but inclusion and involvement and connection. Right now, the biggest challenge we experience is that we are being invited to live in uh, physical distancing. But physical distancing does not mean that we are not invited to connect and to create a space of connection and community in different ways. We all need to be very, very creative to engage and to connect with others. I am very concerned that our students, our faculty, and our staff that in this time are experiencing loneliness and fear of feeling excluded, that these experiences may increase, may get worse. So we all need to be very careful in connecting, including especially those who are more marginalized in our society and in our deport community. This is a great time for us to come together, to be one, to be family, to connect in many, many different and possible ways. DePaul is a Vincentian institution founded by the Congregation of the Mission. For listeners who may not know, what does it mean to be Vincentian? We celebrated in 2017 400 years of our Vincentian mission. We were uh, founded, the Vincentian spirit, the Vincentian charism was born in 1617 in the heart and the life of Vincent de Paul and Louise de Marillac and other women that joined them in the first um, association of charities. So our Vincentian experience, sometimes when they say Vincentian, they think of a priest, but the Vincentian spirit is more than, a, than the priest. We are more than two million Vincentians in the world women, lay people, um, consecrated women, the daughters of charity, uh, the Vincentian priests and brothers. And we all come together in the Vincentian spirit trying to serve the most abandoned, the people who are experiencing more vulnerability, the ones that are left behind in our society, the ones who are excluded, the systemic victims of the violation of human rights, people who are not respected or considered, people who have been denied in their um, own dignity. So we are here for them. This is the Vincentian spirit. And we are at DePaul University because we think that education is a great channel, a great channel for equality, for inclusion, for diversity. Education is essential for us to advance the agenda of a new world and a new society. So what are some of the ways we can live our Vincentian values when we're social distancing? Right now, we all need to be very creative. So on May 2nd, we are inviting the DePaul community uh, to engage in 
the Vincentian Service Day. So this is the first time in 20 years of this tradition that we are inviting people to engage um, remotely, virtually, in, in service. We are amazingly creative. I'm using, uh, Linda, this very famous phrase of St. Vincent, uh, this week more than ever, love is inventive to infinity. I've been telling people that we need to be very creative. I am so amazed of seeing uh, the so many powerful ways in which people are engaging in solidarity and in communion and service today in the world. The examples are abund abundant and, and amazing. People are, are finding many ways to connect. Today, today, uh, one of the members of my office is sick, and this morning she, she somebody uh, ran her in, in her house. She went and opened the door, and she found a package with uh, toilet paper and food and uh, a soup. It was a colleague that went driving 14 miles, brought food to this house for um, my colleague and her uh, children and disappeared. She doesn't even know she she doesn't even know who was that person. There are there are so many, so many amazing ways in which we can be creative to engage, to serve and to be Vincentian. So your office, the Office of Mission and Ministry, does a lot to help students from all faiths feel welcome. Could you tell us about your office's interfaith efforts? and its approach to promoting inclusivity? The first thing we have to serve our very diverse interreligious uh, community. I, I always say, Linda, that the gift of the poll is in diversity. But diversity being a gift is also a big challenge. So we decided uh, more than eight years ago at DePaul University to have um, ministers, chaplains for different traditions. So we have an imam for the Muslim community. We have uh, somebody working with the Jewish community. And we have also people working with the different Christian traditions. And what we promote among them is interreligious work, interreligious collaboration. So they come together, they create programs together, we, they create celebrations together, they come together, they pray together, they support each other. And we promote an intellectual and a spiritual dialogue, a permanent dialogue, the dialogue of life, the intellectual dialogue. We engage in conversation to find among us what is common. We're inviting everybody at the port to feel proud of his or her own identity, gender identity, religious identity, cultural identity, because from that identity, we can contribute to the whole. And so we, we can enrich our common experience. This um, global citizenship and this global sense of belonging that we all experience and we are all invited to experience. 
So can you talk about what the Ascension Mission means to you personally? I came to the Ascension community in uh, 1984. I was a teenager. I was 17. I finished high school. I was trying to find meaning in my life. I was trying to identify my call and my vocation. And I read the story of Vincent de Paul. And I fell in love with him and his, his experience. I, I found in him two things that were essentially my life, a man of faith and a mystic, a mystic, a real mystic. Today he is called the mystic of charity. But the, the, the Vincentian experience is founded in Vincent's experience of God. His experience of God brought him to people, the people in the margins. He saw God's face, and God invited him to experience him in serving others, especially people in the margins, which is what he says in the Gospels. So I found that that could be my, could be my way. So I joined the Vincentians. I have been here for... 37, 38 years, um, and I have done all kinds of things, direct service to the poor, engaged in systemic change projects, doing political advocacy. I was for five years, my last, my past five years were working at the UN on behalf of the Vincentian family, these two million people all around the world, including the poor, um, doing political advocacy advocating for the poor humanity, advocating for our planet. Today, we understand that our preferential option for the poor and the vulnerable and the the people who are in the margins is also an option for our planet and for life in general. So I think that's how I understand my Vincentian vocation today. Before we close, I'd like to ask you, how can students lead lives that involve political advocacy and service learning toward helping those in need on a daily basis? What would you give to them to think about in order for them to start, say, today? So I, I, I was a professor here at DePaul University. I taught several classes in religious studies and um and, and, and I always say this to, to the students, I always told them this, uh, education is not a privilege, because we have been saying that education is a privilege. I've been telling the poor students that education is a great responsibility, and education is a right, it's a human right. The universal access to education is a right. So if our poor students wants to connect with the world and the world that is in pain and the people who are excluded, they have an amazing responsibility with their own education. They need to take this seriously. The, the seed they take in our classrooms, and now the computer where they are uh, taking um, online classes remote classes, that, that spot is a spot that is not a privilege they have. 
It's a great responsibility. They need to be educated so that they can help us transforming this world. I want to invite each one of you, the students who are listening to this program, connect when you are listening in your classes, when you're learning in your classes. Connect this with the real world. Connect this with real people, with the people who you see on the streets, the people you know that are experiencing suffering or pain. We all have a responsibility. We are one human family. We have one common home, is this planet, and we are all responsible for creating this experience the best way we can. So nobody is excluded. Nobody is in the margins. Nobody is uh, a victim of the violation of his or her rights for any reason. So there are so many things they can do, our students, and there are at the poll, so many programs that are open invitations for students to engage and to serve and to help us transform in the world. Father Memo, I am so very glad you said yes when we asked you to come back to DePaul. You hold the distinction of being our first podcast guest since DePaul brought almost every aspect of this university online. Normally, we record in the Radio DePaul studio, but today we're chatting from afar. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to welcoming you back in person. Thank you, Linda. I'm Linda Blakely. Thank you for listening to this episode of DePaul Download, presented by DePaul's Division of University Marketing and Communications. <laughs>